It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan Minute 80. Minute 80 begins with Kermit having some marketing data to get to and ends with, well, almost ends with a classic Waka Waka. Uh, I didn't quite get to the end of the minute there, but I had to say it, right? Mm. I mean, we have a, we get an actual Waka Waka. Did we even get a Waka Waka in Muppet Caper? Oh, my. Uh, we must. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. And I could be wrong, but we're going to need to figure that out. I will. Um, but anyway, so they're kind of getting a little alarmed here that maybe Kermit is not making this up and he actually doesn't remember anyone. And Jenny is actually the one to point it out to everybody, which I think is pretty awesome. But um, before we get to that, actually, real quickly, I do think the little shot of the frogs at the table just kind of like, hmm, hmm. They're just looking at each other like, yeah, this, we are rather good. at. We have to get back to our marketing data. It's just they're just funny. I don't know. I just think they're very funny. Oh, I love uh, it because I, I love I, I mean, I love marketing data. Like, that's part of my job. Well, yeah. no, this is part of, part of my job. I thought you were joking, but you're not. No. So I, I do every week. I pour over marketing data. I love it. Yeah, so I'm with well, you, Kermy. The year, well, and not so much Kermy, but these other guys—they they love their jobs, man. Yeah, and, and they're maybe not as good at it as Kermit, ironically, but they sure do like that marketing data. So you got to hand it to them. They're 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 into it. Um, but yeah, I I do love the idea that they they're they're not quite sure what to do. So they're like, we got to get Kermit to the theater. That's going to help. That'll jog his memory. I guess that's their thinking. And then Piggy, again, takes the lead. And I do love this. How it's pretty consistent that Piggy is the one to be like, grab him. <laughs> and, and everybody grabs him but Piggy, which I thought was pretty funny. But um, they all grab him. And you can hear Kermit still in his sort of weird, like, faux Kermit voice saying, where are you taking me? Which I found was really funny. <laughs> it was funny. And I didn't notice it the first time. I noticed it, like, the second or third time I was watching this yeah. through. And I was... It was pretty good. All right, so I got two things. Number one, uh, Fozzie did say Waka Waka when he, when Kermit and, uh, and and Fozzie were getting ready for the date with Lady Holiday. Okay, so he, he did. Said, and he obviously must have in Muppet Movie. I'm just yeah. assuming he did. Okay. And it wasn't right. really after a joke. It was just, uh, we're going to have ourselves a time tonight. Waka Waka, like kind of getting ready and. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't remember it, because he's supposed to just say it after a joke. Right. So that's, like, kind of lame. A little bit. But this... So <laughs> I, I, Speaking I, of jokes. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, it, it doesn't take much for the for the Muppet gang to get on board with hijinks. So, like, you know, hey, let's kidnap Kermit. All right, grab him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. Con- no convincing needed. Let's, let's do something wacky no. and grab Kermit and kidnap him. All right. Well, and it speaks to that that uh, that desperation that I was referring to a few a uh, few days ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They've run out of options here, and so kidnapping is uh, is definitely at the top of the list. Yep. Um, uh, but I, hey, you know, they're all game, and even the frogs don't seem to like. They're not going after Kermit. They're just like, wow, they must not get any repeat customers. And they, I mean, in all 
theory without us knowing about what's to come with the wedding. I mean, they may never see him again. They're certainly not going to see him for the rest of the day. I wonder if they're out looking for him or if they're wondering what happened to him or anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very strange. Right. Because we're we're thinking like this is over the course of months since he had the job, right? Are we thinking Uh, months or weeks? No, no. He said... He said, oh. what did he come in and say two weeks? Didn't Ronnie say two weeks that they had to put the show together oh. when they found out Kermit was missing? Nice call. Kermit's yeah, done a lot in two weeks. He has, but I, I'm pretty sure it was two weeks when Ronnie came in and they met him. All right, uh, so a few weeks, okay. So I don't, okay, well then that changes what I was going to say because like if I was working with somebody, a coworker, for like two weeks and they got kidnapped at a at a diner, I'm not sure I'd run out after the people who kidnapped him. Like, well I don't think I'd yeah. I don't think I'd do that. But if <laughs> if I was working with someone for a few years and I saw them get kidnapped by a gang, I might be more apt to run out after them. Right. Well, I have a feeling that even if Gil had been kidnapped, that the other two frogs <laughs> wouldn't have run out after <laughs> I just have that feeling. Like, like it doesn't strike me. And wow. again, like I was saying yesterday about them being perfectly nice frogs, they don't strike me as the kind to have like deep, like abiding friendships like yeah. the Muppets. You know what I mean? So it, they're good. I mean, the Muppets would would throw people out of the way to get to Kermit, but I wouldn't say these frogs would do that. I think the value of the coworker would would dictate whether I run after their kidnappers or not. Like that's true. Cause that's Kermit, a good point. yeah, Kermit in this case is bringing the firm lots of money. If my, if my highest performing seller was kidnapped, I'd run after the kidnappers. If my <laughs> lowest performing uh, seller was, eh, see you later. I'll try <laughs> Not to, so much. you know, didn't they say too, that like, if, if, if they didn't come up with this ocean breeze slogan, they were going to lose their jobs. Yeah. Didn't they say something to that effect? Yeah. Yep. So he, he like, he saved their jobs. I mean, he's the only reason they're probably still employed. So you're right. I mean, he is a valuable asset. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I wonder if they're just going to go back to making very terrible taglines and slogans uh, after this. <laughs> I suppose so, because I don't know what they've learned, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we won't. Yeah, so I I mean we we are at the Biltmore for mm-hmm. opening night for Manhattan Melodies. And this is a really great little establishing shot and establishing uh shot of the interior of the theater. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Broadway to a Broadway show um but it really captures it. Like it's like okay, this is exciting and and this is actually it's a packed house like it's full. And the people are filing in, and here we are. We're show. We're at show night, and like we don't have anything. We don't know anything. Like we could have literally nothing, and no one has canceled the show. No, nope. it's 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 kind of funny that we're this late in the evening, and and no decisions have been made. Um, right? Like, yeah, it's, the, these finely dressed people have been hearing about this amazing new production from this hot new, you know, show producer for a long time. Uh, this Kermit the Frog. By the way, Kermit Kermit the Frog has billing on the marquee. Man- yeah. Manhattan Melodies by Kermit the Frog. I so saw that too. People are hearing. Remember, even in Sardis, the, the chatter was starting. The uh, um, the the what was it called? The horse. Uh, horse. Oh, the no, whisper campaign. Whisper campaign. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so yeah, that was going on, and yeah. uh, 
So everybody was hearing about this hot young uh, uh, show producer, and here we go. So now they're filling the theater. They have no idea what's going on behind the scenes that this show might not go on. Right. It's it's just it's a cool little moment because it does definitely add to yeah. the um, the pressure. I mean, obviously, like we're backstage. It's about like curtains about to drop, and like Kermit still doesn't know who anybody is. And T- Fozzie is telling this terrible joke that I don't understand. Well, before we get there, would you like to know a little bit about the Biltmore? Sure. I bet you do. I do. Uh, so the Biltmore. Uh, the Biltmore was uh, opened on December the 7th, 1925, with the play Easy Come, Easy Go. The theater had a seating capacity of 903, meaning it was one of Broadway's smaller venues. The theater was run for quite some time, and then in, uh, let's see... Then it became CBS leased it as a radio and television studio from 1952 to 1961. And then it went back to showing plays and being a theater after that. Uh, In 1987, a fire struck the Biltmore. The blaze, uh, it was an act of arson. It completely destroyed the interior and the building sat vacant for 14 years. Um, oh, wow. So it was vandalized. There were, you know, there was homeless people living in it for, for a decade. Um, it was just a rundown, vacant building. And then they came along and uh, they built it back up. They refurbed it. Um, and the uh, uh, it became known as the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. So it underwent a name change. And it reopened in 2008, and it still holds uh, plays today. Still holds productions today. It's only 622 seats, so it's even smaller now. Uh, And its claim to fame was it was uh, where the play Hair launched in the 70s. Um, So I guess Hair was a a, a rock rock opera, I believe. Um, Yeah. Very... Like controversial, not controversial, but it, like it was about the '60s and hippie culture and drug use and things like that. Right, so right. It was uh, one of the most well-known plays ever held there. So there you go, a little history about the Biltmore. Well, thanks for all that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never been there. I've been to Broadway and I've seen some shows, but I don't believe I've ever seen any there. Um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, so <laughs> I need to talk about Fozzie's joke yes Do you or get it? i should i don't at all i don't either you? i was hoping you did because i really i really like all i can think of like is it phone call yeah koala? i was thinking koala like a call is that what's but going I, on there I, I, but i didn't even like i couldn't match it up to be like anything that made sense no. so no yeah. so instead i looked up 10 things you didn't know about koalas you ready oh god you really did all right so although they are commonly called koala bears koalas are marsupials and have nothing at all to do with bears i was just asking this the other day i was talking to my family i don't know where we were we were at a zoo or something and i was like what is a koala is it even a bear and nobody knew the answer waka waka The word koala is thought to have come from the aboriginal word meaning no drink. Although koalas do drink water on occasion, most of their hydration 
requirements are fulfilled by the moisture they get from eucalyptus leaves. Hmm. Uh, number three, they eat about two and a half pounds of eucalyptus leaves a day. In wow. fact, uh, in, and they take on the fragrance of the oil. If you if you get close to a koala and smell it, they smell like cough drops. Uh, oh yeah, well I love the like menthol. Yeah, like, menthol. Right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I actually really like that smell. That's uh, crazy though. Why do they eat those? That's bizarre. Yummy uh, for the hydration. A newborn mm. koala is the size of a jelly bean. Uh, really? Number, I don't know. According to this website, like that's uh, the cutest thing I've ever heard. Uh, it is a while before it reaches full blown. Uh, cute status. Joeys are born blind, earless, and without fur. So it might not be that cute. I don't know. Oh my god, though, but I'm still stuck on the jelly bean thing. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Now, yeah. uh, number five, after birth, a mama koala will carry the jelly bean baby in her pouch for about six months. After I did the- not. <laughs> you are blowing my mind. I have to say, of everything we've talked about this evening, I think koala facts have been my favorite. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, after it crawls out, it clings to the mother's back for about a, uh, until it's a year old. Oh my god! Number six. Oh god, we have more. Koalas Yay. sleep for up to eighteen hours a day. That's the dream. Yes. Uh, number seven. Koalas may look soft and cuddly, but to the touch, not so much. They have a thick, woolly fur. That protects them from both heat and cold and also helps repel water. In fact, their fur is the thickest of all marsupials. Mm. 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 Uh, Number Mm. eight. Mm. In ideal Mm. conditions in the wild, male koalas live to about the age of 10. Females a few years longer. Okay. Nine. There are once millions of koalas, but the popularity of their sturdy fur resulted in massive hunting of them in the 20s and 30s, leading to a major decline in their numbers. Why are people so terrible? Number 10. I guess we're in a sad note. I should have went the other way. Number 10. There's believed to be no more than 80,000 koalas in Australia. And that's like it, right? That's like than, it. Uh, uh, let's see. The other than in zoos, they're they're on the vulnerable list with decreasing numbers. Um, estimated there are about a hundred thousand, uh, between a hundred thousand and five hundred thousand in the wild. So not too bad. So uh, apparently, oh God, they're so yeah, cute. Yeah. Wow. The the yeah. In, in two thousand nineteen, the Australian Koala Foundation. Announced they believe the koala is functionally extinct. No more than 80,000 in Australia. Sorry, I just Googled koala baby. I shouldn't have done this. Uh-oh. Jelly bean? No, I'm, I'm just going to go down a rabbit hole of adorable koala baby pictures. Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay. Koala babies are very cute. Anyone listening needs to look them up. Uh, I imagine they are. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. look at that. Look at that thing. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, it's okay. All right. Sorry. That was quite a tangent, but you know what? I that was a very welcome tangent, Nick. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Is that all we got? Is that all we got for this week? I can't top that. 
I mean, I don't think we can. And I'm going to be thinking about jelly bean sized koala bears uh, later when I'm trying to go to sleep. We all. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Please check us out, MuppetsMinute.com, and at Twitter, at MuppetsMinute. Head over to iTunes, check us out, leave us a rating and review. Uh, we like, we want to keep doing more Muppets movies for you guys, and that helps people find us, and it helps us grow, and we, we, we love that. We appreciate you. Um, thanks again, and we will be back with you next week for Minute 81 of the Muppets Minute. See ya. <laughs>